0: Ranching's a terrible business, grandson.
1: Terrible? How?
0: There's federal regulations, state regulations, these people in the city suing us. Half the herd looking for a hole in the fence, so people can go wander into the forest and get eaten by a wolf or a grizzly.
1: Well, if ranching's so hard, how can we do it?
0: (laughs) It Give us one hell of a life. Jeff! Ian,
1: I apologize for being late.
0: Oh no, we're done. I'm I'm leaving.
1: Let me tell you, I got an email um, canceling all of the uh, all of the press today.
0: Oh you really? Know,
1: but I had misread it. It was only one outlet, mm-hmm. uh, and so you know we we were talking about it, and it was a big misunderstanding. And so I said, okay, fine. So only the phone interviews are going to be today. And he said, absolutely. And I was like, great. So then I was, you know, waiting for the phone to ring and I'm looking and I'm looking I'm like, I gotta, I gotta re, relook at this again. And of course, <laughs> this one, we, you're here waiting. So, uh, that was my fault.
0: <laughs> well, no worries, man. That's okay. Everything's cool, man.
1: You know, we only missed five minutes. Um, so here I am. I love your background.
0: Oh, well, thank you. Thank you very much, man. I'm so excited to talk to you today. And, uh, well, let's get started here. Um, your association with Kevin Costner, it goes back to Wyatt Earp in 1994, doesn't it?
1: Yeah, that was the first really you know, big job, we say that you know, big job, they're all big, that I got when I was a kid. And I remember I was in the kitchen with my mom and we had you know, phones with cords on it back then and the call came in and she picked up the phone and it was my agent and I could tell that I booked this job. I had no idea about the scope or what it would be like. Um, I'm not even sure I knew that Kevin was in it at the time um and then you know we go to santa fe new mexico i meet him and he's there he's a producer on it on the movie so he's always there even though obviously we're not in the same scenes um and he talked to me and was nice and guided me and was just you know he was a dude he was the, the age that i am now is the age that he was when we did that so uh it would be I think about it in in the sense of like, if I was talking to a a new young actor right now, what would I tell them? And that's, that was the dynamic. And then now here we are playing Cowboys and Indians again.
0: And uh, your association with Taylor Sheridan, Wind River, right? I mean, what a great, what a great experience it must've been.
1: Yeah. I read that script and I was like, you know, (laughs) this man has got something here and it's, it's so perfect uh, within the, the zeitgeist, of, of of when it was made, and even still to now, with the scope being so succinct and and so personally piercing, without you know blowing a bunch of stuff up or having aliens or weirdness, it's just life that you can sit with, and you go through it, and it takes your soul out, and then it goes dark. Um, so you know, working on that was 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 phenomenal, and then that you know, sort of parlayed into, do you want to come and ride horses? Yes, I do.
0: Well, I I was going to ask, you do some sort of cowboy boot camp or did you know how to ride or did you have to learn how to wrangle cattle? It looks pretty intense.
1: Um, I was fortunate. My grandfather had a livestock ranch in Wisconsin. So I would spend my summers there, uh, months at a time from probably when I was, you know, eight or nine. And I really learned, you know, from an old sort of Cussy grandfather that wasn't into coddling you. You picked it up quickly, or you got your butt kicked. And so uh, I've been riding since then. I'm you know very comfortable on a horse. I, I learned how to team rope uh, with my uncle years ago in Montana, oddly, um, and that was something that we were asked to do here. So it was just very convenient to not have to teach me some of those things that I could be relied on to do them. On. So when, when when Taylor writes he knows who can do what, and then you get a little bit more leeway. Um, so I was fortunate for that.
0: You know, every Bunkhouse boy is getting some sort of storyline, you know, especially in season three. When's Ryan's turn coming?
1: <laughs> Ryan, is, so he, he has his own part to play within like the pot stirring and the prodding and the, and the finagling of other people's uh, relationships and what they're doing. So he's kind of like a, the DH, if you will. Uh, he can just come and bat every now and then for for everybody. What do we used to call it? The all time quarterback. Remember when you didn't have enough guys to play to play like five on five football? You'd have an all time quarterback. So he's he's going to do that and poke around within the realm of everybody else until if if and when uh, Tabor comes up with something special for him, or he'll just you know he'll just catch a bullet in a gunfight, and then we'll just say sayonara.
0: Well, you can't fake what's on screen. The Bunkhouse Boys, are they close in real life? Because it just really comes through in the show.
1: Yeah, we spend most of our time together. Um, uh, When we first started shooting in Park City, Utah, we would come up to Montana. The two locations are pretty remote, pretty isolated. There's not a ton to do. So what you do is you wake up and you call your buddies and you're like, what are you doing? Do you want to go have coffee? Do you want to go to the gym? Do you want to play tennis? Do you want to go just walk around? Do you want to eat? And so it's a pretty full-time you know, relationship. And then now that we've got the girls, we've got a whole new dynamic energy to, to bring in. And we're just a pack. And we always are on, we're on group texts, group calls, just goofing off. Um, So it's very genuine and it's easy. And uh, it's a lot of fun.
0: You know, and fans are going crazy over teeter who joined the bunkhouse this season. And can you understand her in real life too? Because I I have to rerun that back and forth to understand what in the world's coming out of that woman's mouth.
1: Uh, It. It's, it's so funny, you know, when you read the script, so it's written very phonetically. And when you look at it, you're like, it does, I can't, what is this, these words? And it's like, you know, when your friends will say, uh, you know, um, say these five words back to back and they're completely random. And you say them and then you don't get it. And if you say it fast enough, you end up saying something like, I am an idiot or whatever, you know, that, that little sort of palindrome. And so when you're reading the script, you're like, I don't get it. And you keep saying it and you keep saying them. And then eventually you're like, oh, I get what it, it means. But then when you watch her say it, you have no idea. Like you'll watch her lips and then you'll be like, what are you saying? And then she'll say it. Cause she's the most, you know, she's from, she's from LA and she has the most sort of classically perfect diction and accent. And she'll snap out of it and go, what I said was, Da, 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 da. And it's it's a completely different person. So it just speaks to her skill in doing that.
0: And uh, fans are clamoring for a bunkhouse story. Do you have a favorite bunkhouse story from season three?
1: Um, gosh, we spend so much time there. It's like being in a submarine, you know, in like World War Two. You can't really leave. It's very cramped. You see the same people. And you're always just moving around one another. But
0: you have to have clicks, right? Are there little clicks with the actors?
1: Um, yeah, there's some gossip. I can't get into – I'll tell you one story. This was funny. Okay. We had uh, – we're always playing with cards because Jeff is a, like a pseudo-magician. And he can do things with cards that you're like, dude, oh, my God, what happened? And then there was a dartboard one day. And you'll see this eventually because we actually got it on film. And Jeff is always throwing up cards and catching them. And I said, Jeff, go stand next to the dartboard, right? Like imagine it was this. And I was like, stand here and take a card and throw it up. And I'm going to stand back here and I'm going to throw a dart and I'm going to stick it to the dartboard. And he's like, bro, not a chance. And I'm like, no, do it. So we did it one flip, two flips, a third one, and it stuck to it. And then it took us about 200 more times to do it again. Um, and the first one was the queen of spades. And then after we did it, I grabbed the queen of hearts and I stuck that one and I actually have both of the cards with the dart holes in them. And we're going to have the cast sign and we're going to auction them off for charity. So that's something people hopefully can look forward to later.
0: Oh, that's um, awesome.
1: And that's something that we just did in the bunkhouse, which is so what we would do in the show. And I wouldn't be surprised if we end up using, cause it's a, that's a terribly dangerous thing to do is throw darts.
0: Uh, and finally, today, um, season four begins soon. You heading up to, to Montana? Going to be quarantined?
1: I am in Montana. You I am, are. I am quarantined. I'm looking out of a beautiful valley in the Bitterroot near the uh, Skalkahoe Pass. It, it's it's idyllic. It's picturesque. There's pine trees everywhere and wildlife and chickens walking around. So we're we're already doing it. And we come out of quarantine soon, and then we'll be riding horses pretty much straight away and fishing and hiking and in what we call our bubble like everyone else and uh, getting back to work hopefully soon
0: well Ian season three is off the hook so far and I can I can't wait for season four appreciate you taking the time out and when you have a chance come visit us in Las Vegas when you're all done we'd love to have you
1: you know what as I drive home I usually stop there so maybe I'll come by and, uh, and say hello I appreciate the, the kind words thank you for the support and we'll see you soon